Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I've got an awesome guest today. Her name is Janelle Brown. Welcome, Janelle. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I know. I just We have so much in common, but your chart is way different than mine, so it's so interesting how uh, people can have such different charts and have similar uh, perspectives and similar businesses. And I just, I can't wait to dive in. So let's just start by getting to know each other a little bit better. Tell us uh, what it is that you do, uh, a little bit about your business, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So um, I go by Janelle B because I am constantly trying to find the balance of presence. And I do that through um, working with you know, my tarot cards and creating kind of like a magic reality for myself and others to allow themselves to, to be in the space of, of self. And I think that has everything to do with like imagination and um, creating our realities. And I, yeah, I do that with just magical tools and I want to share that with the world. So tell us about the magical tools for those who are unfamiliar with all of the the mysticism and metaphysics that are going in and being so powerful right now. Tell us about the, I know you do crystals and tarot. So tell us a little bit more. Okay. So I do a lot with tarot readings. I um, am a huge, I don't do tarot. Like most people, I think it's not a fortune telling thing for me. It's really a dive into our journey here on earth and how to tap into our, into our shadows and, and um, connect with the higher self. And I use that with cards. And, um, and then with crystals, I, I use them to, um, 
to bring the energy of their, you know, their power or whatever, um, to amplify that same work. So when I'm doing readings, I'm pulling, using my crystals to really either <clears throat> charge them with that energy or and use them as reminders in that, in the readings and stuff like that. And then I also do enchanted candles where I, I have made candles and I um, mark them with a hand-drawn sigil. And a sigil is kind of like a symbol affirmation. It has, you use the letters to create like an affirmation and then you design it and, um, and it's just charging that candle. And so I have that as a reminder. So every time, like right now I'm working through one that's all about self-love and I have a sigil for it and I burn it down completely and, um, and work with it, with that energy. So those are the couple of the tools that I use. Those are the main ones. And then I also do um, moon mapping, which has everything to do with astrology as well. And I don't, I'm not teaching that or anything. It's just something that I, I use on my own and I love it. So I'm really excited for this. <laughs> awesome. And then do you work with clients one-on-one -on -one or how do, how do people work with you? Um, I do readings and that is, I do, there, I have two different readings that I do and one where I do a Zoom meeting um, or face-to-face -face if you're local and that's about an hour long and I do a full spread to whatever. I create my own spreads. I, I like starting, I don't like rules and stuff. Yeah. And so I kind of create everything like on my own. Yeah. So I've created like relationship spreads, money spreads, business spreads. And, um, and so it's kind of whatever my client needs in that moment. And I spend an hour with them kind of going over their cards and everything. And then I also do one where it's, um, you can just tell me that you need a reading and tell me what's going on with you. And then I do a recorded session and that, those are usually anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. And it's, it's anywhere from three to seven cars, whatever I'm feeling. Um, inspired to do and then I record it and then I send it and those are those are easier for me because I'm a mom to three little kids and um, so that's what I do mostly and I'm just getting started I'm just opening up finally and having the confidence to confidence to like put myself out there so it's still on the works <laughs> okay so is that so tell us about the struggle where's is this where we're going in this reading are we gonna do um, are we working on confidence? Are we get, looking at getting out there, using your voice? What seems to be holding you back from really tapping into and using this higher calling to reach a bigger audience? Well, it's, it's so crazy that I'm having this now because I just had like the most amazing breakthrough just this week. And, and I feel like this is just going to help amplify, amplify this transition that I'm going through. And what it was is that I finally, because for the past seven years, I've been, sorry, my dog is in the room. Oh. Okay, so for the past seven years, I've been repeating this pattern that um, I keep putting stuff out there and then I, it gets hard or scary and I back off. And I was trying to figure out what, why I was doing this. And I had a really big, deep heart to heart with my husband. And I found out that I was, and am even still a little terrified to, to, if, if I choose to show up in everything that I am, which is a witch, a priestess, an empress, if I, if I choose to show up in that alternative view, um, I, I, I'm scared I would lose my husband or I would lose my family in in that and it's not that's not a truth anymore for me and so I feel like that's giving me more confidence like 
going to lose anybody that I love and who loves me by showing up in the power that I am. I, I'm all one. I'm a mother and I'm also a witch. I'm a wife, but I'm also a witch. And I, and I was scared to really show up in that because I thought I was going to lose something by going there. And I kept, I kept getting too scared to fully put myself out there and um, just in fear of not being enough and not being good enough or it's too weird or um, people are going to look down on me and just things like that. And I know those aren't truths anymore. Like I know that. And my husband made that clear, like, yeah, I might not have the same mindset as you, but I love you and I accept you in everything that you are. And all I want for you is to be happy and do what you love. Oh, oh my gosh. So, it's really strange because when I was looking at your chart, um, I don't normally talk about Chiron too much, but you have Chiron and Gemini, which is the gift of speaking your truth. So I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but it just that like I was going to talk about that already tonight, today, and it just seems like it's going to be a it's going to be a reoccurring theme until it's healed. And it sounds like whatever breakthrough brought this on this week, I mean, what a gift that is. Yeah, I feel like I have grown. Like, and this is really weird because my shoulders are even have been like aching and stuff. I feel like I have grown a set of wings finally, like they're, they're expanding now. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, they're stretching out and I'm like, okay, I can actually do this. I can show up in this and all that I am unapologetically and kind of shut down the voices that I have been telling myself and I've been blaming others when it wasn't them. It was all me. So, and I, I, I'm constantly wanting to speak my truth. Like it's a huge thing for me to speak my truth. And I feel like I've kept blocking myself from that. And it was hurting me. It was actually like killing me and it was hurting my family and the people around me because I was, I was blaming my situation and my circumstances that that's the reason why I couldn't speak my truth. And now I know that that's not true. That's not, that's a lie that I was living for the past seriously seven years. So I'm curious, were you keeping like these lives, like, um, like this dual life almost like I was mom and I was wife. And then over here, I'm like, witch, and I want to talk about this stuff, but they were like separate. And now they're kind of merging and becoming one. Yes. 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 I couldn't figure out why I couldn't blend them, but it was the fear that if I did, that I was, I was going to lose something that I wasn't going to be able to be a fully mother if I'm fully this other piece. Like if I, if I give, if I give to this other higher woman that's in, inside of me, that's like just wanting to like get out that I was going to lose something in that. Mm. And now I'm finding out that actually like I, I, I thrive when I'm blending. I thrive when I'm whole. Oh, I think everybody needs to hear this. I'm just so, th- first of all, I want to thank you for being so transparent because I think there's a lot of people uh, that are listening to this podcast that are feeling the same way. They're feeling like I've got to be one person at work and another person that's my real self, like behind closed doors, which is all the things I'm interested in. And, you know, finding that, that bridge where I can be exactly who I am. I mean, I was so funny. I just yesterday, I was being interviewed for some tattoo series for a new rep for a new um, magazine. And, you know, this one woman who had this tattoo, she was just like, I'm just so glad that I got this tattoo. So I never, I, I couldn't get the corporate job because I wouldn't want that job anyway. It would like rob me of my soul. So it was just like, people are finally, you know, coming to the realization that you truly can be who you are. And, whether some doors start to close 
other doors start to open, but the right doors start opening instead. Yes. And that's exactly what's been happening to me. Like I posted a few videos just this week and I almost deleted them a million times, mm -hmm. but I didn't. And I had people coming to me, like uh, thanking me and like working through their own shit just by listening to what I had to say. And I was like, okay, thank you universe. Thank you. And I had another like job opportunity come in, like a course that somebody wants me to create. That I'm not going to get too much into, but it was just like, oh my gosh. This is what I was holding myself back from. And it's just been like a week, seriously, that I finally accepted this. Not even oh a week. Gosh. Not even a week. Wow. Well, I'm so excited that, we, you know, you've already had. So it's kind of great because now we're going to get a little deeper because it sounds like you've had the breakthrough and you've had the big aha, which a lot of times we do in this, these sessions. But now we get to just dive deeper. It's like, okay, well, who, who am I meant to serve? Um, how do I get out there in a bigger way? How do I how do I really start to get this thing booming? Because now I've fully committed to it. Yes. Yes. And that is where I, that is exactly where I'm at because that's what I need. Like I, I am ready to show up and now I need to like figure out the pieces. <laughs> okay. Let's figure out those pieces. Okay. So let's start with just the main three sims. You already know are pretty familiar with astrology. I'm just going to start with the three main, uh, uh, three main, signs. Uh, you've got your sun in Libra, you've got your rising sign in Leo, and then you've got your moon in Virgo. So let me explain. So obviously your sun is how you see yourself. Just point blank. Like I'm sure your house is beautiful. I bet you have beautiful like crystals and candles like everywhere. It's just all about that Venus energy, the Aphrodite um, and harmony, just really having harmony um, inside your heart, inside your space, inside um, your relationships. Um, so that's Libra. And then yeah. your rising sign is actually how others see you. So it's kind of interesting because I've never spoken to you on the phone before. I've just been very much in your presence on your social media. But you, you, how others see you is actually a Leo. So even though yeah. you <laughs> felt that you were like holding back, I mean, I felt like I saw you. You know, I mean, even though I've been following you for much longer than the last breakthrough that you had. And um, it really had this charm. It had creativity it had uh, it was very articulate you know Leo is Leo's are great entrepreneurs really creative they're really organized they they love to give praise they also love praise for themselves um, they're just they're ruled by the Sun so they're they have a warmth to them so people are already seeing you as the light Mm, and then so beautiful it's so beautiful and then your moon so the moon is interesting obviously you do uh some lunar stuff in your work so the moon is all of that inner stuff it's your soul it's your emotions and i'm a firm firm believer that when you are you know basing a business around your higher calling your emotions are involved it's just that's just how it is whatever that old traditional saying was that you know keep your emotions out of your business you know, it's hogwash when it comes to your higher calling. So in this case, you've got your moon in Virgo, uh, which is a very stable uh, place for the moon to be. Um, but it's also a place where it wants to keep the peace. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's not a, you know, it's an earth sign. So it's very grounded. It's very practical and it honors that. So on a, on an emotional state or on a soul work state, it really wants to honor uh, the roots. Um, it wants to be of selfless service. So anything that you're due, um, there's always going to be an underlying energy that's going to satisfy your soul if you make sure that it comes from a place of selfless service. Uh, so that's going to satisfy your moon in Virgo. 
Any questions so far? I no, I, I, I love it. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's move into, um, I'm going to just talk about your north and your south nodes. Um, I don't talk about those a ton, but I think since we're on the next, uh, you're on the next phase of this journey, uh, really owning and um, owning that gift of speaking your truth. So your north node is your destiny, and that's in the sign of Taurus, and your south node is in the sign of Scorpio, which is your natural ability. So let me explain. So naturally, what the things that come natural to you are the things that have to do with Scorpio. So um, digging deeper, mysticism, the unknown, the, you know, the secret self, uh, the unconscious. So all of those things like your uh, moon mapping and your tarot and your crystals and your spells and your bracelets and candles and all that stuff, that's, that comes naturally to you. But the North yeah. Node it's going to be where there's challenge, but this is where your destiny is. And because you have it in the sign of Taurus, which is much different, it's the polar opposite of Scorpio. You know, this has to do uh, with, uh, has to do with money. It has to do with comfort. It has to do with setting rules. Um, it has to do with um, setting goals and sticking with them. Um, it has to do with uh, charging full fleet ahead. You know, this is the, the bull. Um, nothing's going to stop a Taurus, even if it takes them a lifetime. So that kind of, I always have this joke, uh, that Taurus is, uh, is the snails of the Zodiac. Like they're going <laughs> to get it done, but it's going to take them. It's going to take their sweet time because they're going to indulge in all of the pleasures of all the little nook and crannies of that destiny. That feels so fitting too with me and on this journey for the last seven years I've been working at how am I going to do this? So that, yeah. So it's Taurus. You might want to even, uh, you know, when we're finished with this uh, reading, like really embrace Taurus. I think Taurus is going, you, the thing that's interesting also is that you have Taurus in your midheaven. So your midheaven is your 10th house. It's a house of career, um, social status, things like that. So again, Taurus shows up again. So there's something about the bull that really wants you to kind of stand with your feet firm in the ground and commit no matter how long it takes. And that's when the money will show up. So Taurus uh, naturally rules the second house, which is the house of possessions, of finances, all that good stuff. So it will reward you financially, but it's going to be about now setting roots. It's going to be having a plan, um, taking your time with the plan, like not getting upset that it's not happening fast enough. Um, patience, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And that is where I struggle too, is, is, is keeping those, those goals and like keep moving through them even when it does get hard. So it is something that I definitely need to like ground myself in. Yeah. So, so I think the big message here for, for Taurus to you is uh, no more start, stop, you know, yes. it's like, you know what I mean? Like take your time, yes. but there's no more start, stop. It's like, we're just going to keep yes. going even if it takes a while. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let's go into this. I want to talk about the your kismet client. Um, that's a person I believe everybody's born to serve. It's basically a piece of you, um, a part of your karmic debt. It's the person, I like to say it's you three years ago. So you might want to like 
do some research, maybe some old journals or old Facebook posts about, you know, what were the kinds of things that were keeping you up at night um, a couple years ago. Uh, and we look at the 12th house, at least I do, uh, when we look at the Kismet client. So your 12th house is, uh, so the 12th house is naturally ruled by Scorpio. So Scorpio has to do with, uh, you know, unconscious, the mysticism, like investigations, like research, all that stuff, uh, the hidden self. So, but you've got your 12th house ruled by cancer. So this tells me, and I'm curious because I know you said you're a mom of three. Um, when I think about your kismet client, and I see the 12th house in cancer. Um, do, have you ever thought about serving other moms? Because cancer is actually the mother of the, of the zodiac. That has come up to me. And this is, and, and it's a, kind of this new awareness too, without the blending I felt like I was trying to, to separate those two things. So I was like, well, um, so I, I, I was missing out on the service to mothers. But when I think my biggest thing is how can I be authentically me as a mother? You know what I mean? And I, mm -hmm. that's, that's exactly who I need to serve is because that, that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm, that's what I, I'm, I'm loving to, that, it, that piece of of how I'm showing up as a mother and I think that in my business. Yeah. And that's when you were saying, you know, you felt disjointed. You felt like you were having these two separate lives and like something bad was going to happen. I could assume um, that mothers, you know, they're playing this role, um, wife, mother, um, even have their own career and things like that. But then they have those other things that they're interested in, but they have no idea how to bring them into the real world, right? Bring them into like, well, how does this fit into my day-to-day -day activities? And the thing about cancer is that they, they're a water sign, obviously. Um, they, they have strong feelings. They love to nurture, but they also have that shadow where it's like they want to crawl in their shell. You know, it's like when... Yeah. Yeah, there's this like a part of them that's like, like almost kind of scared to show their own feelings, even though they're so good at nurturing other people's. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I can see how, you know, using metaphysics, using your work, um, you know, in this magical witchy land that you've created and kind of like, sh like you're basically going to be a mirror for them. Like, look, at I finally yeah. came out of my shell. This is my story. This is the breakthrough that I have. And this is this other world, this witchy world that I have created for myself that has actually given me a sense of purpose. So it's like on some level, you're going to be the face of giving them permission to be more of who they are in that secret unconscious self, the thing that they maybe, you know, whatever the books they're reading or the things they're Googling that, you know, it's like there's their private time, but being and somehow helping them translate what you're interested in into and infusing that into whether it's daily practice with their children or maybe it's, you know, I don't know if it's Tantra and sex with their husband. There's something where it's going to start to infuse and it'll actually improve the relationships in their life. Yes. 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 I love that. Cause that's exactly, well, that's exactly what I'm, I'm, I'm coming to find out on my, like right now, you know what I mean? Is like the more I tap into that, those interests and stuff, the more, um, the happier I am even being present with my family Yeah. and, and teaching them, you know what I mean? My kids love all that I do. They want to be a part of it. Like I have 
salts that I, I make spell kit salts and my kids are the ones that are chanting with me as I'm stirring <laughs> and crushing. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting their love and energy too. So yes, I love that. I love it. Well, you know, it's interesting. I have another client where she has, um, she makes like skincare and things like that. And when she started it, she really wanted to have it be a legacy, something that she could pass down to her children. She has four children. So she started getting her children involved as well, whether that was, um, you know, blessing uh, under the lunar moon, the, the potions and all those things. And, and her kids became part of it. So it was, it almost became this this other ritual that she started to do with her children to kind of bring them into, you know, her higher calling. Yeah. I think that's so important too. I think that's so important. So important. I think it's like we, we bake with our children, but we don't think of like, you know, whatever, doing a full moon ritual with them or, you know, just kind of get introducing them at a young age to spirituality. Yeah. 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 Well, and I've always just been like, oh, this is my time. This is me time and kind of held on to that because I did keep it separate. But then the, when I did open it, it was always, I don't know, it, it was, it was a, a beautiful way to connect with my children and I had fun and I didn't feel, I don't, it, it just felt good. So it's, it's, it's not something I should keep for myself or anybody should keep for just themselves. Like it's yummy stuff. And my kids, yeah, they love it. They have a blast. And my, my oldest daughter, who's 11, she loves to make potions and, and um, even like teaching them like deep breaths and meditation, like to calm them down. It helps all around in every different situation. It's amazing. I think we're, we're on the tip, you know, I think because when I read that you make spell kits, I make ritual kits and they have spells in there as well. And I think we're finally in a place where we've got an, enough people, not a ton of people yet, but enough people um, talking about um, self-care and, um, you know, doing things that are a little bit more avant-garde in our daily practices. Um, obviously, meditation has become like a huge, um, and yoga too, those two things just kind of like became like so trendy and it's like so beautiful yeah. because I mean 10 years ago it wasn't that trendy and it's like it's all making its way to the mainstream and I think we're on the cutting edge here where there's so many first of all there's so many people interested in astrology there's so many people interested in the tarot and um this is just I think the moms out there um they've been uh they've been of service to their families they've been nurturing and playing that role for so long that there is this like loss of self-identity in some regard. And I feel like on some soul yeah. level, your chart is really screaming like, like I'm here to not only, you know, teach and use my tools, but also to help other people tap in and find out their identity. Yes. Yes. I feel that strongly too. I feel like that's like my biggest call is like, you, you aren't only showing up for yourself and knowing this and, and, and finding, finding peace and love in, in this, but there's, there's people out there that need to hear this from you so that they can find this peace and this love for self. And that, that's like my whole, like, I, I know I'm called to serve by being who I am in its fullness. And I don't know why it took me so long to be so scared, you know, so scared of that, but well, you yeah, have to wonder, you have to wonder about the past life stuff, you know, because, you know, with the whole, I mean, gosh, what was it like 
you know, witches being beheaded and, you know, all these, there's just like a lot of old, um, uh, stories and history around like, you know, being able to play with magic. I mean, this is white magic. This is, you know, you know, tuning into the universe and manifestation and all this stuff. And I'm sure on some deeper core level, um, um, there's probably some kind of wound there, you know, and now you're finally yeah. it's healing itself in this life, which is giving you permission to kind of move forward um, and give other people the permission as well. Yeah, I agree completely. Yes. This is so I know beautiful. that I have that wound. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 not only from past life, but I've been into tarot and like I used to pretend I was a witch as a small, small kid and I was weird and people thought it was like I always felt like the outcast because I was into you know what I mean just and I grew up a very religious and that was I was I was wrong and I was playing with the devil and I was just told so many things about who I was that it like that I was wrong and that I was bad and so that I think you know that was part of it too like realizing, no, I'm not bad. And those aren't wrong. And this is my own way of, <laughs> of connecting to this source. You know what I mean? So yeah. it has taken me a long time to kind of get out of the, oh, you don't belong here. But no, I belong here in my own unique, beautiful way. <laughs> exactly. And, and I truly believe that part of this destiny with the North Node and Taurus is, you know, each day, like making that commitment to, to continue to spread that message, because the more you share that message, the more it gives from other people to share it. And then it becomes part of um, an acceptable way of living. You know, it doesn't have to be um, against God or anything that's, you know, dark. It's very light. And I think that's yeah. where we're at. We're, we're in a very, we ha it hasn't tipped in my personal opinion. It hasn't tipped all the way over where it's super acceptable, but it's like, it's like we're scratching the surface and it's like it, everybody's starting to have an itch. And yes. here you've got an opportunity if you, if you really want to go for it and speak your truth and, and, and show up as Leo and make everybody feel warm and invite them into, you know, a new way of living for them and their families yes. that will enhance so many different areas. It's just endless. I agree. And I think also with religion, like it's now people are starting to kind of I mean, shift to not necessarily religion, but finding their own spiritual path. But they've been told, like, and me, this is my story too, that there isn't another path. And so we spend years lost trying to go in between these religion and spirituality. And it's like, well, you can find your own way and it's safe and, and it's, it's beautiful. And I think that's another thing that I, giving permission to like, step outside of the box that you were raised in and have and be okay with knowing that that's okay to find a different path. Yeah. Cause I think that's one of the things that I struggled with being raised in such a, such a religious setting that I was scared to, to step outside of that. And I kept looking for that exact same box when I didn't fit in any of those boxes. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that they don't fit in the box anymore, but where do we go? Where do we find the community? You know what I mean? So yeah. They're looking for your community. <laughs> awesome. So I think at this point, you know, using the 12th house in cancer. So being very mindful of, you know, she's, a, she's nurturing, whether she's a mother or not, her natural, um, you know, character is one of, of being 
of service to others, uh, making other feel people feel great, but then to also, you know, let her know that it's okay to come out of her shell and that it's probably going to take some time. And that's kind of the beauty of you having so much Taurus in this career um, aspect in your chart is that it's, it doesn't ha you can move slowly through the process. There's no rush. There's no finish line. There's no, um, you know, final destination. It's just about what, you know, you being a light to help them find their, their, their path. And then to use, um, Leo really owning that, um, even though, you know, deep in your soul, you see yourself as Libra, you know, really showing up like in social media or on your newsletter or out in, in, you know, in workshops or wherever you're hanging out and, and know on some level that they actually need you to sh to, to share the warmth. Um, so no longer being afraid to share, um, you know, the strange things that you practice and do it in a way that's light because as I feel on some level, they're ready to hear it. It's just, are you ready to show up and use the gift that you have, which is Chiron and Gemini, which is to speak your truth. Yes. I love that. And I Isn't do feel ready. I am ready. <laughs> yes, I love it. Well, I feel like there's, I mean, I feel like you're on your path. I think that you, you know, you have something of service to sell. You are being of service. And now it's just about any taboos um, are going to just be little things that we're going to knock off and chip off and, and until it becomes, until it tips, until this industry, we really get, and we're so close. I just, I feel it on such a vibrational collective conscious level that it's like people are ready to hear it. And we just need more people to step into that, that role. And I feel like you're ready for that role. Yes, I agree. I do agree. I, I'm excited too. Cause I, yeah, yeah. I okay. So what's okay. Just to kind of wrap everything up, what is the next step for you? Knowing that this challenge or this destiny of Taurus, right? The North node in Taurus really wants you to start, you know, putting your feet in the ground, chipping away at it. What are the next steps? What are you going to go? Where are you going to go from here? I think my next step is um, is like having a place so that people can come to me. Like just like what I've been doing this week is just like speaking my truth on social media without the fears of, oh my gosh, I sound like an idiot or whatever, or mm -hmm. people are going to judge me, whatever that bullshit is. But, and like have a, have a place to where people can reach me. Like, like if somebody wants a reading, make that available to them, make mm -hmm. that available for them to, go somewhere and say, Oh my gosh, I feel like I need to connect with her. And, and so being visible, I guess, I think my next step is, is creating visibility for myself. That's a great place to start and make, yeah, I think that's one of the, one of the fears I find for my kismet client is that, you know, they feel scared to offer something that where people have to pay. And yeah, at this point, it's like whether it's once a day or once every few days, you are making it known because you know that if I don't offer this, I'm not being of service and I'm not helping, you know, little Miss Cancer, uh, you know, come out of her shell when I don't offer this to other people. Yes. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to start seeing some uh, tarot advertisements going on on your Instagram and your Facebook. Yeah, you will. I did a full moon reading, well, pick a card today video and it was live and I am not alive. I, well, I'm going to be now. I want to start mm -hmm. <laughs> showing up live, but 
yeah, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So I, I will be doing that more. Awesome. Well, this has been so great, Janelle. I hope that you'll keep me uh, informed of the progression. I mean, obviously, I'll be following you on social media and cheering you on and letting people know about your beautiful services and your um, your kits and your candles and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of that um, for sale from you. And uh, just wishing you so much success. I think that whatever whatever happened to you this week um, that gave you this breakthrough, I mean, just from the short time we've had today to have the conversation is just like, you have a light. You, I feel the Leo. I feel the, the excitement. I feel the, the cuddliness of it. I feel the warmth around it. So, I mean, kudos to however that happened to you. I'm just so glad it did. Yay. Thank you. I I'm excited. I, I feel good. I really do. Awesome. Well, I want to just thank everybody who tuned in today to the Rising Star Project. I think this is a message that a lot of people needed to hear. I can already feel the nods happening as I'm saying these words. And I, I hope that, you know, if you feel that you have like a dual life, you have, some, you have a job and then at home you have the secret life or you're a mom and then you have these, you know, different rituals that you're doing that you're kind of keeping them separate. I hope today, you know, Janelle has shed some light on, you know, finding a way to combine those and know that it's going to enrich all areas of your life when you do truly come from a holistic place where it, it is mind, body, and spirit. And it's, you don't have to keep these, uh, these things private if you don't want to. And I think that was just a message that I hope that everybody took today. And um, thanks again, Janelle, for being here. And I just look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thank you so much. Awesome. Do you have a secret life that you'd like to bring to the forefront and turn it into your higher calling? I want to encourage you to come out of your shell, just like Janelle, who had a breakthrough this week and knew that she was keeping the things that lit her up the most separate from her friends and family and from her work. And today we discovered not only who she's here to serve, but also the permission she's here to give other mothers to step in fully to who they are and find their identity. Being more of who you are in a holistic manner, taking all the things that you love to do and bring them into your day-to-day -day practices, whether that's with your children, in your relationship, or in your work. I want to encourage you, whatever it is that you're interested in, it's not taboo. It's part of your higher calling. Even if you think no one will get you or understand you, I assure you, there are people out there who are interested in the same subjects as you. They just can't find someone like you to pave the way. This is your opportunity to shine. Take all the things that you love to do, that you're doing for yourself, and share them with others. Don't be afraid to be the light in someone else's darkness. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to unlock your higher calling. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.